0: join and Lynn, let me talk to him real quick. We women on top, ain't no way we gon' stop. We done been through a lot, so we speakin' our thoughts, and we cannot be silent. Port City's finest, we just providing you guidance and challenge. You never be quiet. This her story out loud, her story, her story out loud, her story, her story out loud, her story, her story out loud. Her story, out loud. Her story, out loud. Her story Get out loud. What's up, y'all?
1: It's your girl Lynn. We back. Yes, we are. The episode last week was so good. It was so nice to have the fellas on the show. Yes, it was. They had to drag them back in here again though. <laughs>
2: exactly. Yes, and I'm excited to hear what they have to say today. Me too. Yeah. It's gonna be good. Oh yeah. It's gonna, it's be, gonna
3: good.
2: be real good. Yeah. I'm ready to hear that. <laughs> So, girl. You have a good week this week? Yes, good week. And um, I have a question for you. School's been out now, so I'm sure that gas is looking lovely in your tank because you're not driving <laughs> like <laughs> that. That money is being saved. Girl. Stacking hey. them coins. I oh, know. So, that's
1: right. Because they'll be back in what, six weeks? They only oh, get six weeks. That's
2: right. You're around you're school. you
1: going to have an eighth grader. And a seventh grader.
2: Oh wow. Christian not being in high school. Girl. It's crazy. Oh, that is crazy. Crazy. That is crazy. I can't say anything because I'm still stuck on the fact that we for real have a rising sophomore of college. Like what in the that world? Time flew by. It really like, felt like she had already been there two years. I I don't understand. I'm trying to figure this thing out. We just took her to school, and had to turn around, move her out. And before you know it, we'll be going right back to move her in for a mm-hmm. second year. Yep. That's wild. Is she going to work this summer? Yes. 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 She actually just started back at um, Tropical Smoothie. So, yes. Cool. Back at work.
1: I'm looking forward to the summer. I'm planning some beach days. I feel like every year I plan beach days, and I never make it there. And I take for granted this beautiful beach that we have here. So many people like people travel all over the world to come to our beaches and we see them once a year. If that <laughs>
3: it's shame.
2: It is. It's sad, but I'm good. Like I used to go to the beach all the time as a kid. Like all the time, because you know, my folks are from like the Riceville Sound. Yeah, right there at the beach. Mm-hmm. So I'm good with not going to the beach. I'm okay, but the people in my home love the water. <laughs> love the water. I mean, to the point where my husband used to go for these walks with your husband on the beach and uh-huh. stuff.
0: And I'm sure Sunday mornings
2: are starting back soon. It's that time of girl, year, girl. When they were, when he would come home, if I happened to see, like, if I'm like, "Well, Dad, did you decide to take a leap in the ocean?" Like <laughs> he was there, <laughs> like for real. Love the water. So he probably did jump in. I'm sure he did, <laughs> probably a couple times. But um yeah, they love the water in this household.
1: It might be an Ohio thing, because I tell you, my sister Tia was just here and before she goes to see anybody, her first stop is always the beach. Okay. So when she drives in Ohio, she skips everybody's house and she drives straight to Wrightsville Beach mm-hmm. every single time. When we renewed our vows in Savannah, mm-hmm. She went to Tavia Island before she saw anybody else. Before she checked in, she drove <laughs> to Tavia <Tybee> Island.
2: Wow. <laughs> she loved the water. Wow. So maybe it is the Ohio openings. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But I'm good on the beach. I love the water. I love looking at it. But I, I don't have to go.
1: I'm ready just for a vacation period. Mm-hmm. We need to take some trips somewhere. I'm ready to get out of this city. Okay. I want some good food, some good vibes. Yes. Some shellac sometimes.
2: That's what we need to do is plan a couples trip. That's what we need to do. Yes. We need to start working on that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we need to do that. That was supposed to happen anyway. I, it was. And we have to do so these plans. We have to. We're gonna do it. We're gonna make the plan before we go to New York in July. It needs to happen. Hey, I'm about it. Let's do about it. About it. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, the guys city. are
4: back. Yes. The guys are back. Yes. Let's get to it. How yeah. fellas, y'all. What's going on? What's up, folks? We, we're back again. Yes.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Y'all oh, yeah. decided this time.
1: Y'all yeah. weren't excited
4: the last time. I know. We <laughs> need some enthusiasm. <laughs> you know, we, like, home. Yeah. Huh? Um, first and foremost, you know what I'm saying? Again, we're back. We said that already. But uh, to the people out there, let's clarify me and Jay Jones about to walk on the beach together. We, uh, <laughs> We tend to get up and work out on oh, these bars. I just want to, want to clarify that we have very okay. heavy weights that we use. When we,
2: it's not a troll. Yeah. It's oh, not a please. troll. Yeah. Okay. okay. So All right. Yeah, excuse me.
4: That.
2: Clean that up. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you.
4: So Thank excellent. you. Thank you. Yeah, our husbands walk together. <laughs> <laughs> so very very special. Let's put oh. some yeah.
2: It's oh my goodness! Yeah, it's all right,
4: put a the strong, strong heart devotion on yes. that. All right, all right.
2: Thank <laughs> you, thank you. Quite
4: glad to be back.
2: you have a good
1: week. Yeah. You just work, right? That's what yeah, you always do. I'm, say. Like, I'm <laughs> like, babe, how was your day?
3: Just work,
1: work. <laughs> I get the same Did thing. you meet any pleasant people? Like, <laughs> I ain't ever
3: meeting no people. <laughs> <laughs> work.
1: Get the job done.
4: Work, works, work. Uh, leave it at work.
1: Oh that's nice. All right. I remember yeah. once upon a time that I tried to leave work at work, it just didn't happen very often. But I can say now I pretty much leave work at work. You
4: I, can can say that. <laughs> I came <to> at <laughs> two o'clock in the morning and keyboards
3: clicking.
4: <laughs> <laughs> you can say that.
3: <laughs>
1: Well, my hours fluctuate. <laughs> You know, when you work for yourself, you can decide between the hours of twelve and two is nap time. (laughs) But yeah, it's good to have y'all back. So today we are jumping into a little bit of this and a little bit of that. But mostly, you know, both of you, I know you both grew up a little bit different. Um, Jay, you grew up mostly with you grew up with your mom. But then at, when we met, it was like one day I called your mama house and you was there. Then the next day I called your mama house and you ain't living there no more. But you were still in high school, so I don't even know what all that dynamic was. But I know growing up, you lived with your mom and your aunts, and all of y'all stayed in your grandmother's house. So you had a lot of women in your life, and I hear you say often they affected the way that you grew up they affected the way the person that you are today so tell us a little bit about that
4: um yeah i did i was i was raised pretty much i mean ninety nine percent of my growing up was uh being raised by women um a house full of women and they definitely they definitely affected how uh how I grew and, and who I grew into, um, and a lot of it wasn't necessarily things they said to me in a lot of situations, but the people they had around them, mm-hmm. um, the the bad decision boyfriends, um, the good decision boyfriends, the the boyfriend that. He's got this, but he don't got that. Uh, that guy. So it was a lot of when you get a girlfriend, don't do this. When you get this age, don't treat women like that. So it was it was a lot of just my observation um, as far as my my development as a as a man around me. But um uh, women have always, always been my, my core, my core ecosystem uh, in every situation. Um, and as far as the one day living at my mom house <laughs> and the next day not, what had happened <laughs> was um, her and uh, her husband at the time, um, he and I, we just, we just didn't get along uh, very well, and I turned 18 on a Thursday night, and they took me to go and Corral for dinner, and they sung a happy birthday song and all of that, and I went that Friday, I had a basketball game, um, and Sunday morning we got up to go to church and they walked to the car get in the car to go to church and I had my bags walking the other way and I moved out um, and I just explained to my mom I was like I, I'm old enough and I can't coexist with him so and she was like you know don't go to jail don't bring me no grandbabies and uh, graduate high school. So that became the focus. Um, now, I would definitely derail uh, sidetracked here and there um, over the years, but in the day it was still, it was still that that core group of women um, that kept me, that kept me afloat. Like they, they've always, always been uh, even, you know, female friends at school and things of that nature. It was just like, I was I I knew what not to be mm. to a, a girl because I saw what not to be to mm. a girl. Um, and I mean, in all honesty, I am I don't know if I'm jumping the gun, but, you know, you always talk about me using using women as a cheat code, but, I mean, God got it right the first time. You know what I'm saying? I mean, well, I'm sure your listeners know the story. You know, in the beginning and all of that stuff happened, and now we got Adam, and God said, it's not good that you should be alone and He gives him Eve, And, you know, we get further along in the story, and people's like, she shouldn't have ate the, ate the apple. Like, she was the problem. She wasn't the problem. Is that Adam wasn't being the man in the situation. So, ultimately, God gave him a garden that he couldn't cultivate without her. Uh, Dr. Miles Monroe, he puts it as, you know, we give a woman a seed, and she gives us a child. We give a woman a house; she makes it a home. And I mean, women, women, women are natural multipliers. And it's like a lot of a lot of men don't see them that way, um, don't understand, and they think they can do it on, on by themselves. And you can't accomplish stuff by yourself, but without. Uh, whether it's a spouse or some woman that you're implementing into the system that you have going, it's only going to grow so much. And, I mean, and nobody can change my mind at that. Like, I've seen it in so many different situations. Uh, I've, I've seen jokers go and start these fly-by-night businesses, and they have a little bit of success, and then it hits that drop patch. And they wife come in and take one look at it, and they're like, "Oh, baby, just do this, this, and this." And now they've got to quit their job. I'm <laughs> saying so I was like, nobody can change my mind as to um, the woman's impact on on multiplying any situation. But yeah, women, all of my aunts, um, all of my aunts really my all my aunts and my grandmother my great-grandmother and my grandmother they were they were like really the who molded who molded me into the ridiculous person i am
1: (laughs) what about you ma'am
4: uh i think for me uh just being I have a lot of aunts um as well. Uh but I would say I was around you know mom and dad, you know, uh equally and you know, I see my uncles and stuff every once in a while. I got a lot of cousins. And so um, definitely was a mom's boy. And so, you know, I really clung to her um far seas and just to see her move and operate. Uh just how she uh, just loved education, children and stuff. And so but I would always see her and my dad, you know, laughing a lot, you know what I mean? So and then, you know, as I got older I started seeing you know other things and whatnot. So I kinda had I didn't really my uncles were there, but they you know, they weren't around like that. Like I said, we would see them. So I was around mostly cousins. Uh boy cousins, you know what I'm saying, or you know, all well. You need to play football, you need to do this, you need to do that. And so a lot of influence, you know, that wasn't the best. I started seeing that kind of more. But you know, bottom would kind of bring everything in. And so my aunts, they were just like they were all super tight. Um, but I wish they would have, you know threw me so so game and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But I was just like the, the little yellow kid that wanted to laugh and all that. So I was just a cute nephew, you know, got a little older and whatnot. And, and then we had left from Columbus and moved here to Wilmington when I was thirteen. So, you know, I was just, you know, start to get into my identity and what that former states and so uh Yeah, the influence was, I think I started to see, you know, more of dad's influence as far as things. So it wasn't the most positive. So My mom did the best she could just by her actions. Yeah. So from her, I feel like I learned how to forgive. I think that's where my patience comes from. And so, uh, yeah, she played a huge part. I wish I would have spent more time with my other grandmother. Um, I did spend a lot of time with uh, my dad's mom. And so, you know, uh, a lot of her wisdom end up clicking. So, a lot of women are in my, in my family, but it was just, you know, I wasn't around them like that. Just mom, really. Yeah.
1: Did you, either one of you have any women influences outside of your family?
3: Uh,
1: like, I know the other day, Miss Jackie was like, Camilla's one of my kids. Uh, yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah.
4: Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, I would say, Definitely heard when I moved here, uh, and lady or whatnot, and just being a teacher. But I remember growing up, and I remember uh, various babysitters, but they were mostly like older women, mm-hmm. and I, I forgot her name. But I remember her the most because we did a lot of reading. Like she, she was the uh, the kind of lady who used to be the old teacher. She was a mm-hmm. teacher. But you know she everybody knew it from the neighborhood that type thing. But she was the type that would correct a sentence, or if I miss uh-huh. the words, like I, I remember we met up, and <laughs> <laughs> uh, met up somewhere. I forgot some store, but we were meeting up. Something uh, I, I remember, it. and she always wore this gray, this gray school teacher outfit. She was an older, lady, had a gray afro glasses. <laughs> and Bob said something, and I, and I said something, and she, I be like. Corrected it like, no, what's the <laughs> proper way? And so yeah, I, I remember her. I remember her. So she was, she was a cool influence. But uh, yeah, when I moved here, Mrs. Jackie, she was huge, and, uh, A few other people, uh, mama Angie, Mama Faye, Mama Allen, who uh who their kids I ended up getting tired with far high school. So yeah. uh once I stayed here in Wilmington and my mom moved To carry, uh, yeah, they were my influences. Uh, so, basically.
1: you were here in Wilmington
4: by yourself, yeah. Well, um, from so, from yeah, we moved here when I was 13, um, and then mom had got another opportunity to work at North Carolina, she got another opportunity to work at another school, which was North Carolina Central.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: So, everybody was like, Okay, well, we're about to move to Cary. and I was like, Nah, I don't gotta go. Mm-hmm. And So I thought for sure I, you know, made the best decision. But yeah.
1: So your friends' moms were kind of like yeah they they were mm-hmm. the
4: influence. Oh, uh, the young lady yeah. I was with at the time, her ball was like the second ball. They took me in, so I was being grown at seventeen. <laughs> but uh, she she was a very positive influence. It still mm-hmm. is to this day. Mm-hmm. So I'm thankful for those women outside of actually. So yeah.
1: Somebody, not like somebody to feed you.
4: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <Yes>. <laughs> you came somewhere to lay your head. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it
4: could
1: have been a whole different story. You very, very in the so. car, or in the
3: woods, or whatever. Very much so.
4: And yeah. Just even different scenarios and certain pizza time. Just the, just the favor that my mom had, uh, mm-hmm. even from Carrie, uh, end up in the mind or something. People that they do were, you know mm-hmm. she did and it just kind of come out of nowhere. So that's how really her influence was. That's big. Yeah, okay. very big. And I hate you. know, you're know your mom, So I know we got you. Okay. Yeah.
2: Let's so, yeah. go. Cool. So, what are some things that you were taught from these women in your lives that you hold close to your heart that um, you look to teach your children or daughter?
4: Um. All, really, the messaging from women in my life, uh, in my household and outside, was really pretty consistent, um, and it's, it's actually how, why faithful to the assignment is faithful to the assignment. Um, from my kindergarten teacher, uh, Miss Risdon, I saw a picture of her on Facebook. Yeah, she looks like She looks the exactly the same. same as probably, <laughs> uh, right now, it's insane. Miss um, Risbin and then middle school, uh, Ms. Jacobs and Ms. Wanda and, you know, my right. principal at Wollaston. Arthelia Williams, which my mom's first name is Arthelia, and at the time, she was married to a Williams, so they had the same name, and oh, we wow. used to get my principal's mail at my house, <laughs> and I I have to take it to her at school, it's crazy, um, but then even to, like, what I, I witnessed my mom go through with us growing up and us moving all the time, and,
3: um,
4: but her always having a job. Uh, whether we were sleeping on somebody's couch in somebody's basement whether we were living in the actual shelter um she always worked she she always made sure uh, we we had something mm-hmm. and all of them all of them they're really their messaging to me and you know just being faithful to who I am like, they would see me in places, and they were like, well, you know, you you shouldn't be here. You ain't got no business here. Or when I got older, um, I remember Miss Jacobs, and I, I want to say she taught me. I was in the eighth grade, and we had our bouts, like we, uh, She was just one of them, like, aggressive, abrasive people, and she saw me in high school. She's like, You remember me, boy? I was like, Yes, ma'am. She's like, Say what you need to say here and go home because ain't no good gonna happen here. And it was after a basketball game. And um, my cousin at the time he had had some issues with some dude. Um, I went to him and again, not thinking what she was actually saying to me in that moment, but I went to him said what I needed to say to him, and I went home. That Monday, I get to school, and I, like, you know he got locked up. Like, what? He's like, yeah, I like, after the game, he went and tried to do such, 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 and he got locked up. And I was like, all right, wow. You know, never really putting the pieces together, but, you know, that's all, again, all of their messaging in my life is always just been like, you know, be who you are, who you're called to be, and stand on that, and that's why people meet, see me now, and they're like, bro, my mean you the same dude, i was like, I don't even know how to be, <laughs> what, what doing, so. but yeah, they definitely impacted me in that way, and that that's what I would relate to, well, that's what I do relate. Uh, even when it's not my message. Mm-hmm. Um people come to me, and it's like, Man, it's like, you know, that whatever that message was, it's like, you it know, show you where I'm not being faithful to this, it will show me where I'm not being faithful to that. And I, I, I didn't talk about that, but alright, cool. You know, but my, uh, <laughs> my my pastor and mentor, he always says your message is your message and your message should relate no matter what you're talking about. So, I I like, I like that in that instance, in that aspect, I feel like I got something right. Okay.
2: And you, Jamel?
4: Uh, Definitely, uh, definitely follow everything uh, she's instilled. I see it now more and more. And and what Jay even say what he said uh, concerning faithful, uh, it hit me just now that you know, um, what started with always being taught to be humble, it, you know, displaying humility that's something I've always seen from my mom, and so that's really the mark behind it, to be girl, because that's all I see growing up with her, uh, everything. She always gave glory to God everything. Mm-hmm. Her that that was her life. That was her life. That was the the humbleness, the humility, and just being a soldier for Christ for sure. And so I learning that now more and more. Uh, you know, I mentioned about you know, Mother Angie, Mother Faye, Mother Allen, these people I call Mama because they played uh, a big part of my life about upbringing. So I see a lot of different Households. I see a lot of different households with, with different messages, but for the most part, every woman that I've influenced or that has influenced me were always strong, proud black women.
1: Is there any way that you could, I guess, describe how those women that have affected your life, how has that affected your relationship with your now spouse? Do you do anything differently from what you learned from them?
4: That's a good question. Um, <laughs> 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 um, 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 I mean, everything, everything that got us here is really, um, I mean, from start to now, has been has been the runnets of their, of their instruction and teaching, I mean, what the the things I guess the things that separated me from guy guys I was guys I was up against leading her all was all my aunts and my grandmother. Like the first time we had like real. Our, technically, our first date at which we were both in high school, I cooked their dinner.
3: Mm-hmm. That's yeah, good, and, too. And I'm like,
4: <laughs> who and why is the high school person cooking dinner for somebody? Mm-hmm. But that was, that was, I would hear my aunts complain about these guys they were dating that couldn't cook. Mm-hmm. And couldn't do all of these. So, with that, I would pay attention to my grandmother in the kitchen. And then she started showing me stuff. I've been cooking since I was nine years old. So it was like, like, okay, cool. And at the time, I was hyperactive in the streets. So I was like, this girl's different. I got to do something. Mm -hmm. Because I was like, I'm not one. Nobody was able to come to my house.
3: Mm
4: -hmm. Except me. And I definitely (laughs) definitely wasn't cooking for anybody. Mm -hmm. Ever. So, I was like, okay, how do... I'm not doing everything I should be in this moment to warrant her attention, but I'm going to do the things in this moment to separate from the rest of the dudes that want mm-hmm. her attention. So, dinner it was. And she gets there and she's like, oh, I don't eat ranch dressing, $4,000 dressing. Yeah. And I walked four blocks to the store in brand new Wallabies <laughs> in the rain to get French dressing for this girl's mm-hmm. dinner. Ruined.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Well, first and last time I ever wore those <laughs> shoes. First time out of the box. JC Penny them all. <laughs> It was a good old day. Yes. Um, but yeah, but I, I mean so I mean all, all of all of those things and utilizing uh, the things my aunts didn't like about their And then as to being um, a husband, a lot of it came from uh, just watching watching the couples around us, um, different books and training, and kind of other people going through stuff. Mm-hmm. And they would come to me for counsel. And I'm like, dog, I, I don't know. But come to a conclusion and then I would store that information for when I would go through that situation. And um, but I mean it just it really just showed me all of their all of their wisdom showed me that I should appreciate yeah. like above whatever is understanding. What people don't see her do.
1: Mm-hmm. And I have to say, like, when we were in high school, I would go over to his grandmother's house where he was living at the time. And as soon as he walked in that door, she'd be like, bird, because that's what she called him. Go to the store, give me a pack of cigarettes and get her whatever she wants. He like, I don't get nothing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> she was like, ain't about
3: you. Mm-hmm.
4: I mean, it's been a, like first time she was ever at my grandmother's house. I legitimately just got home from school coming out. And she's sitting in there watching soap operas with my grandma. I'm like, what's happening right now? I'm like, why are you inside? Where I live. And that that exact situation happened, she's like, she thirsty, she want apple juice. Go get her apple juice. How long have y'all been? <laughs> said, I'm pretty sure she's been here long enough. Like, she could have went to the door her But I went right out. I came in the front door, went right out the back door, went down her apple juice, whatever else she wanted.
1: But, but from that day forward, anytime I came over there I had an icy
3: cold apple juice. So good. And it Every was so
4: bad to so like we would get up in the morning. Regular grandma house stuff. Make sure you clean your space, whatever, and whatever she needed you to do. And she's like, "Lynn coming over here today." Like, probably like go get her. Make sure she got (laughs) apple (laughs) juice. She ain't even my girl. She ain't got a title. Goodness. She's just lit. Right? She's just was, this girl. Like, <laughs> she, she's like, what? She's like, make sure the girl got this, got this. I'm like, all right. But nah, at right. our, my your mom's prom, your prom? I don't your know prom. why you say your prom. <laughs> I don't know. You left my really <laughs> I didn't take a date from my prom. Um, at her prom, I'm like, they like, Oh, y'all are so pretty. When y'all getting married? This is a high school prom. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we talking about no. marriage at a high school prom?
1: She's like, y'all going to make a baby for me? No,
4: ma'am. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm going
3: to college. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh, it
4: was, wow. It was, it was insane. Like, every woman in my family was like, nah, bird. that's she. it. Like, that's it right there. Oh. I'm like, all right, whatever, you know.
3: Twenty,
4: what, six, seven years. They knew. They knew. That's that's beautiful. I love (laughs) hearing y'all's story. (laughs) We have many of them. It's it's, it's awesome. Um, I think for me, uh, with everything that I've seen and everything that I've encountered with my mom and just you know different uh outside influences with those women I would say I- I've never seen a more patient woman as far as my mom. Um uh, and so that's something that definitely caught my eye growing up and I feel like that's how I am now. That's how I move and maneuver now I'm very patient. And so but you know with patience sometimes you know you can kinda Put you on know, stuff, you know, become passive in that aspect, of so you know, I just, I wish that was, you know, she was a little more in, you know, far as that, like you know, need to pop off or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, just just patience and, uh, and, and faith, and to go hard for your family, and uh, that's something that you know, I've definitely seen and experienced. Um, and so I feel like that kind of it shapes and molds me in my marriage, but now I'm learning a whole other meaning of it because uh with those messages, sometimes you know, uh we don't talk about the work aspect that, that goes into that. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, with her being so patient and so uh humble and just loved her family and just went hard, you know, that that get a lot of that patience that was you know built up frustration not really expressing it and so um so though I've learned the good stuff I've endured the bad as well so just even how that plays into my marriage now getting a new look on patience and go hard for my family but doing the work to to be expressive to be emotionally available and, and to just love put God first and then, you know your family first because that's that's what my mom did she she put God first absolutely first and she loved her kids she loved her family and you know the things were rocky she stood on that she stood on that foundation and so uh yeah that that's what plays and just I remember when she first met Angel she was she was like, yeah, that's my daughter. Like she she said. That. She, really did. she did. Like I just knew she was the one. Now like, the all my energy is foolish, foolishness. When she, 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 she a she was like, yeah. And, you know, there are a lot of Uh, just as far as just, you know, the love for their children, uh, love for God, uh, love for people and their lives and their family. And so, yeah. So she's probably it for the jump.
1: Mom
2: must be knowing. Yeah. Yeah, she
4: knew. <laughs> I was like,
3: yeah,
4: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. So just with all that, just kind of goes full circle back to what Jay says, as far as really appreciate and cherishing her. Because that was, a, mom used to say that a lot, you know, just you know, appreciate her she you cherish her, cherish what you had.
1: Yeah. You both are, in, I mean, in my opinion, might be a little biased, <laughs> <laughs> but you both are amazing husbands. I feel like the women that you've had in your life definitely made a very strong impact on your life, um, and not just with your wives, but with all women. I see the way y'all treat other women with respect and honor you know, you're not the guys out here where y'all just walk in the door like if a woman's coming, you're going to hold the door for her. You're teaching the your children, you know, your male children to do the same thing. Um, you know, you honor your grandmothers. Like, that's really what it's all about. Y'all y'all really grab the hold to the things that you saw and the things that you were taught and you're putting them in practice today. And it's definitely made y'all great men.
2: Man. Yeah.
1: I would hate to be single right now. I <laughs> I feel like single awesome. streets is not for the no,
2: man. So I'm
1: grateful to have a husband. Mm-hmm. I mean women, I you know, I have single women friends and they like there ain't no more men. Do <laughs> <laughs> y'all have any hope, any like, um What's the cheat They need the cheat code. How do they find the right man? What do they say no to? Yes. What do they say, no,
4: do they say to? no to? What oh, do no, they say no to? What should they not they sell stop, for? They stop bringing I <laughs> <laughs> used to bring all of them to me. Even, I mean, for real, for real, even like my youth, mm-hmm. like they would come and they like, oh, Pastor J got a new boyfriend. We're church. church. <laughs> he ain't there. Yeah. <laughs> In front of the boy. Mm. Yeah, he ain't. What he's just not a He not there. Two weeks later, he wasn't there. Mm-hmm. try to tell. Family members, I tell them, my mom. <laughs> <laughs> my mom. I try to tell her I was 11, 12 years old. You don't want me to be happy. Oh, I'm <laughs> like, all right, cool. Knock yourself out. He did it. I I wasted all my time with it. I'm like,
3: yeah, I know.
4: I'm trying to get you. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. But um, I, I wouldn't, I couldn't be, I couldn't be single. You know? it's, it's nuts. I was talking to this kid at the bar shop the other day. He's talking about an app. He's like, yeah, man, i need my Going on a date with this girl from the app. I'm like, <laughs> have you seen her in verse? Oh like, well nah. It's like we, we, we FaceTime a couple times and text and it's like, we're gonna go out tonight. I was like, so you think like I was like, how would you even think? Like, is there something? I like, Man, I don't know. It's like I'm just I'm going just go out, you know, That's the worst. Yeah. <laughs> I was like.
3: <laughs> he's like well how did
4: y'all do it I was like one well, you don't want to know how I did it <laughs> how I did it I was like I technically had an app situation happening
3: without good. the app I, like, I just didn't need an app you know, it, was
4: like, it was like everywhere I went it was like, like I met a girl I made a connection with a girl and I kept connection with the girl and I'm like that's technically what y'all doing on this app he was like so you swipe in whichever way you gotta swipe to make the connection, and you're starting a mm-hmm. relationship mm-hmm. at first. Yeah, first swipe. First <laughs> swipe. You're starting a relationship. I was like, the only difference is I didn't have a phone to do that with. I did it in person. It's like y'all are on this app wasting your time. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, that's it's like, that's just how how that's how the resources we got right now. Like, I understand, but like, I wouldn't wish that on nobody, bro. Like, I'm cool. Like, call me when. <laughs> <laughs> That's my thing. Just call me when. Like, when what?
1: Like, you'll know. <laughs> okay, so give us three things if a guy says she should run. If a guy says, she should if a guy run. says this, she should sure. run. Yeah.
4: You complete me.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um,
4: if you ask you anything about your money yes. situation, off the list. Because unless you signing up to pay a bill, <laughs> <laughs> none of your business, mm-hmm. <laughs> what her money situation is. And these days, probably if he asks about you cooking, and just this me personally, I'm not advising anybody. That's just my disclaimer. Man ask you if he can cook, ask can his mama cook. Because we're at a day and age where it's a toss-up. When I was growing up, all of our mamas could cook for the last part.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Now his mama is probably my age. And she probably ain't <laughs> happy. <have it either. laughs> so, like, but don't ask me about if I can cook, because because you want a mama. You know what, <laughs> what I'm so yeah. That's that's a lot of the dating issue is is not about finding a mate. It's about supplementing that parent role that mm-hmm. you didn't have. And that's good. good. I like that. People get caught up in it. Can, can you do all of these things that I wish my mom mm-hmm. did and you do all these things for that I wish my dad did and you, you're in a relationship for a wrong reason and then expectations take over and they're never going to meet because mm-hmm. they can never fill those shoes
1: Yeah, I would like to think when Janae gets to, eight, gets to the age that she can date which would be like 27 <laughs> <laughs>
3: um,
1: <laughs> that she has a comparison to say if you can't do what my daddy did with me or for me then there's no point. Like, you can't pick me up in a car. You can't take me on a day. You can't pay for the food. You don't already own your house. Like, there's no point.
2: <laughs> it's funny that you're saying this because that's exactly what our daughter said. Like, all her little friends in middle school were starting to have little boyfriends and stuff. And she flat out said to us, like, I don't see the point. Like, I don't need a boyfriend because... Y'all do everything for me. They can't take me anywhere. They can't buy me anything. What can they do for me? And we're like, keep that. <laughs> keep
3: that. Time. I and mean, Noah
2: told me the other day he couldn't until He was 25. He so. did. Ah. He did. He flat out told me the other day on the phone. <laughs> yes,
4: 25. That's been getting put in here. But then again,
1: you can't just put it on a woman. So... Mm-hmm. If there was a guy and she said these three things mm-hmm. he should run.
4: Yeah. You can use my same three. <laughs> <laughs> because if a woman's asking you if you can cook, she probably can't, can't cook. cook. Yeah. She has to watch the money. She She's probably fine. ain't got none. <laughs> <laughs> and what was the first one? So it was uh, it was, uh that. I don't that, <laughs> I don't know, man. I just be saying, so. <laughs> <laughs> but no, nah, I mean, this oh, complete conduct. Yeah, yeah, complete me. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, yeah, that. I mean, they can they can work either way. Like, I'm a full opportunity uh, employer in this situation. <laughs> you, I need you. I need you to be as close to when you show up mm-hmm. yeah
2: Yeah, yes.
1: but we will like this marriage <laughs> retreat that we
3: are Yeah.
1: Yeah. All right, it is a date weekend. That's mm-hmm. what it's gonna be—a date weekend. Because you still need to date your spouse. Yep. Amen. Dating, <laughs> never, ends. Dating <laughs> never ends. So get your outfits together because we're gonna be flying. Good. it's been good. So uh Father's Day is coming up, y'all excited? Which y'all
4: won't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh <my> <laughs> wore shoes
3: and he
4: always buy them I already got stuff already like, like I got Jordan's Jordan's and other shoes I got now I think about I got sneakers from last spring that I bought four outfits that I still hadn't taken them out of the box yet. Shame I almost wore a pair today I was like but I'm just gonna sit in the house <laughs> 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 I don't I don't know. I, I don't know
1: what I whatever really want. Well tell yeah. you
3: now because the uh, angel I, wanted nothing from Mother's Day.
4: She just wanted to cheer quiet. Relax. It, 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 it. That was super you dope. Know, of course, I you know I went out my way because I'm like, I refuse <laughs> to come in here. If he it, we can't not. yeah, yeah, yeah. So all the wisdom from Brother James. Yes, that that was even though she told me audience, she told me <laughs> she said specifically what she does not want what she did not want, but through the powers invested in me by, <laughs> by the wise, I can see their face and I can see their head and their glasses directly. So show up to that house and <laughs> Talk about happy mother's like, Oh, okay. <laughs> so yeah. But uh, yeah, so she actually did. Uh, as a lady, that's how I've been too. Uh, I'm, I'm really I'm grateful for the gifts, but just be able to Spend time with everybody, like that's that's been that's really been fulfilling as of lately. And as of late, so I got a father thing is broken five, six years ago that I still ain't used yet. Like, just you know, banking brand new right now, We eat <laughs> off of it right now. Oh, really? I hadn't even touched it. Yeah, so, but um, I'll come up with something ridiculous by the time. <laughs> I thought you were so close to the space
3: of the head. The day
4: we'll of <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm pretty sure whatever it is. It's going to take some time <laughs> <or> at <laughs> least, to at least give you eight business days. <laughs> 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 I'm going to come up with something.
1: What's your favorite Father's Day meal that you've ever had? Oh, man. Uh, that's a good
4: question. Uh, Favorite Father's Day meal, I would say was the last one, that you cooked for. It was, it was a steak. That's all cheese. I, I don't know. I'm
2: not about to say a lot of you folks. I cannot remember.
3: She'd
4: be mad at me because I always want technically the same thing. As long as it's mac and cheese, overall, I'm good. That's it. As I don't I don't get to eat it often anymore. Um so every special day, I'm like, I want mac.
1: He wanted mac
4: and cheese on Monday, and went in about him. I don't <laughs> want mac and cheese. He never wants. mac and cheese. I just be oh, so like, you
3: hate it.
4: She mac and cheese But mine was the, uh, what's the thing? The Tomahawk. tomahawk. Mm-hmm. It was, was it the Tomahawk steak, you know, with the big oh, yeah, yeah, bone. Mm-hmm. It was big, porterhouse. Cooked mm-hmm. on the grill
1: too. Shout out
4: so that junk, some some collards, collards, mac and cheese, and mm, this cornbread. Cool. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm hungry. I'm hungry now. She made me roses out of bacon one year, bro. Oh. Okay. What? Extra. You gotta right. you gotta drop that recipe. <laughs> she made me roses. She brought a vase, vase in the room. And, uh, <laughs> with bacon, roses, and mimosas, <laughs> like birds in the wild. All right, I
2: need to set my game up there. You got the a
3: teacher
4: <laughs>
2: yeah, sister. I'm making
4: some- years <laughs> of
3: experience here. Some roses <laughs> out
4: of bacon. Yeah, uh, bacon. That blend. Right. <laughs> I was like, wow. Is right? Uh-huh. Yeah. As as I can get, I do found uh, a joint from the restaurant. I'm so good. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
3: The a, mimosa.
4: You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, was like brunches. I said, Yeah. I initially, when she first asked me, I was like, I want Johnny Depp. We just talked
2: yeah, about that the other day. Yeah,
4: I was like, I do, I do really want Johnny Depp, especially since he has, yeah. I, yeah. has I, know oh, you I, I was Johnny
1: like, has. Oh, but we are gonna have some Johnny Depp soon anyway. This one, yeah. We gotta take some trips. So, yeah, thank you, fellas, again. Yes,
2: thank you, thank you, thank you. It'll be a treat next thank week. Good y'all. treat, good treat. Okay. Yeah, all on y'all. All on y'all. Everything, beginning, middle, and end. Taking over. Taking over. Husband takeover. Husband <laughs> takeover. Father's day.
4: Alrighty, I bet the problem is right. going to be. Is it going to be a full <laughs> hour? <seven? laughs> Somebody
2: that's need to be directing, y'all. Right. Like, hey, it right. so
4: cut it off now. Cut it off. It's about to be the first Her uh, Story Out Loud mini-series. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what's going to be the problem. Y'all gonna get all this work. You will get all that work. Yo.
1: <laughs> oh, goodness. Hey, continue to subscribe. Follow us on Instagram, Her Story Out Loud. We're on Apple Podcasts, CastBox, Spotify, Anchor, and Google Podcasts. We out here... We love y'all. Thank you for tuning in. Till next time, continue to tell your story, sis.
0: Bye. Bye-bye. Overcame what I been through. Bless just look at how he moved. That's no cap. Speak big facts and I'm unashamed about that. Just want you to be empowered. This no ordinary rap. This podcast for my ladies and they mothers and they babies We gon' cover all the topics that's taboo, it's gon' be crazy Welcome home, this your moment We gon' cater to your soul, reveal your power, that's our goal Let this gospel make you whole We women on top, ain't no way we gon' stop We done been through a lot, so we speak in our thoughts And we cannot be silent Port city's finest we just providing you guidance and challenge you never be quiet this her story out loud her story her story out loud her story